Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. You know, it's very obvious school is winding its way down and uh, it's pretty much been a throwaway year, which is, you know, I think it's just uh, unacceptable, if not unforgivable. But there are 400 doctors who sent a letter to the premier, not just criticizing the decision to keep schools close to in-person learning, but they want a peer review of the modeling that informed the decision because they feel all of their advice was you know, ignored. Remember, this is the government that follows science. They listen to the doctors. So they want a guarantee now that in-school learning will be restored in the fall uninterrupted. I'd like that too. Dr. Jane Little, we've had her on the show, is a lecturer for Department of Pediatrics at Ottawa University and community pediatrician, and you are also signature on number four on this letter. Good to have you. Thanks, Alex. Thanks for having me back, and so appreciate your attention you're bringing to this. Well, um, you know, the question, I mean, it's too late now. You know, schools are obviously not going back uh, for the end of the year, but this letter does in it say, you know, open the schools up for summer school, get the in-learning going now. What would the gain be from that? Because a lot of people will say, well, what's the point? Why not just a fresh start in the fall? Um, you know, there's a lot of ch- lot of young people. I had a young person in today. She's, she, she has struggled um, with the present setup of the quadmaster schools to the point She's a high-functioning student, and she has actually dropped her math class. She said she could not keep up with the pace of the present setup, and she has chosen to um, attend over summer school. And I said to her today, what would be your choice, to do that in person or online? And she said, I, I so wish I could do it on in person, but the demand for summer school as it stands right now is huge. And uh, it's because the kids are failing and they're going to be attending summer school. And we would like that to be a start of a fresh break for these kids and get back into a normalized form of school in person. They have failed in the virtual formats. We need to get them back into in person. They need the academic support face to face. They need the social support. They need normalization. We need to put the brakes on of the process that is continuing now to stress physical well-being, mental well-being, academic well-being, social well-being, and family well-being. You know, this would be a first step to recovery. Right. And I get the indication that um, they're just going to be pushing these kids through because uh, I've heard no conversation uh, that they're going to be doing, you know, the curriculum over again. There's been no conversation about how we get kids caught up, not just one or two, but large swaths of them. I would say 90% of the kids likely need to redo huge parts of the curriculum, but that's not a, cosh, a, a conversation that we are even hearing. No, I agree. And that was one of our pushes for trying to get kids back sooner to start evaluating where are they at? What do they need? Because that that can't be done through the virtual process. And I've talked to many teachers and they agree, you know, we they need to be seeing the, the kids in person. You know, this was a consensus 
you know, when the decision process was being made, we were under the understanding that the experts were going to be um, the voice. And we all gave our answer. These kids needed to be back in school. And that was the opinion of the experts, the physicians, even many of the teachers. Um, Premier Ford's own science table, the majority, his own health minister all said the kids should be back in school. It's not, it wasn't a wish. It was, yes, they should be back, but that's not the answer we heard. We were, you know, we've been very distressed about the, the position and the well-being of youth. We are now distressed, but we are absolutely disappointed. We are frustrated and, you know, the distress and worry just continues. And, you know, we really didn't get an answer that met our understanding as as to why they haven't gone back to school in person. And, you know, repeated number of people said, what would have met, what would have a couple of weeks done? It would have put the brakes on the crisis, on the process. It would have given kids a few weeks face-to-face with friends, re-engage, it would have changed their perspective of where they're at right now because so many of them have no hope. They are completely unmotivated. I've got kids who have not seen other friends and peers for a year and a half, you know, and we need to get them back, Um, you know. And as I said, we want transparency in the process because from our point of view, the opinions of the experts who are day-to-day dealing with these children and families, you know, it, it, from our point of view, feels like it was ignored. Yeah, I would suggest internal polling made the ultimate decision. Um, uh, and, and the thing about this, you know, shadow pandemic with the kids is that we won't see the long-term effects likely for a few years. And by then, people will have moved off. They won't be focusing on this. And it'll just be like, oh, shoulda, coulda, woulda. But by then, it's too late. Yeah. And I mean, I was worried. Um, wordage means a lot to me, words that are used. And I even heard from Premier Ford in his own announcement. He said kids will not return to school in person until at least September. I mean, those are not words I want to hear right now. I want to hear guarantees that they are getting back to school sooner than later. If it's September, we need to be doing forward planning now. And I, I agree with exactly what you said. I am not hearing any of these solutions of how we are going to assess where children are at, how far are they behind, and what are we going to do to help them move forward. And I'm not hearing any of that right now. My colleagues aren't hearing it, and the parents and the children are not yeah. hearing it. You know, if they yeah. don't, if this doesn't, um, if that thought processing doesn't happen until the children get back to school in September, you don't, you don't start to solve a problem when you should be at the point of fixing the problem. And I'm so worried that, you know, they get back to school in September. That's only when people will start to ask the question, how do we do this? We need to be asking that question and solving that question now. Yeah. And Dr. Stani Brown came out with modeling today. And frankly, you know, we're at 400, uh, maybe 500 cases now. And, um, and and the modeling shows that we are going to be down to 200 cases in a matter of weeks. And now you hear the conversation that this Delta variant, the Indian variant, is going to be the, you know, the driving force of this pandemic, uh, you know, later in, in the summer. Well, OK, we are living with this thing. It's not going away. And frankly, by now or by the end of summer, te- there's no reason and no, no excuse that teachers 
teachers can't be vaccinated. Uh, but there, if, if there can't be a guarantee that kids are going back to school, then parents have to be told so that they can start making choices. Because I can tell you in this household, there's not going to be another year of online learning. I just, it just frankly can't happen because it has been that bad. And, and I don't think I'm alone uh, when I speak about parents um, who, who at, at the very least, just want a choice. If you're not going to guarantee they're going back, give us a choice and we'll do whatever we have to do to make sure they get the education that uh, they're supposed to get and we pay for. I, I so agree with you. You know, this this indefinite, we don't know, um, you know, and that is just fueling the, the, the mental health side of all of this. There's nothing that can be planned. And, you know, we keep saying to kids, you'll get back, you'll get back. But they keep hearing, you know, other mm-hmm. things. So they're not believing anything we say now either. And, you know, it's, it's just sad to see kids going through this. And it's not, as you say, it's not that just the kids, it's the families as an entity, you know, yourself as a mother, you are a working mom, but you are a mom and you watch your children go through this. And we never want to see this and we want to make this better and we need to make it better. We have a responsibility to the children and to families to step up and make the changes, get them back to school understand what needs to be done and to start that planning. Yeah, not not to mention, you know, this is it comes down to an, an issue of ethics. Uh, and frankly, I, I consider myself lucky, but there are a lot of parents, uh, you know, in lower incomes, they work shift work, they have it much, much harder, and they're not even heard from. So they're not even part of the conversation. They're the big losers. Absolutely. The most vulnerable um, children, youth and family. I mean, it's, it's, it's devastating. You know, they have lost a year and a half, and that's a year and a half. They may not get back in their academic um, progress, and this could have significant um, outcomes lifelong for many of these families and children. Yeah, this is a conversation that will continue to be had and will continue to have you on. Doctor, appreciate your time. Thank you. Thanks again, Alex, and stay safe. You as well. Dr. Jane Little uh, joining us here. And, um, you know, luckily we just got our camp forms today and signed up for the programs. And uh, our son could not be more excited. Of course, if they cancel it, he'll have a nervous breakdown uh, after I have my nervous breakdown. But at least the kids have that to look forward to. But there is no excuse, none, that kids can't be guaranteed to go back to school in the fall. Otherwise, it is strictly politics.